Welcome to the Upper Limit Podcast, designed to help you expand beyond what you believe is possible for you so that you can live a life of limitless happiness, peace, and freedom. I'm your host, Jerrica Slow, and each week we chat science-backed strategies to help you with self-discovery, self-love, happiness, and overall mental well-being, a place for community, connection, and education. Now let's go fall in love with ourselves so we can fall in love with life. Hi, hello, welcome back or welcome to the podcast. I am so happy that you are here and happy freaking new year. I hope you are ready and excited to take on 2024 and to just truly step into your highest self and to start a new beautiful chapter in your life. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas, New Year's, holiday season, XYZ. We are back to regular scheduled programming in life. (laughs) The holidays are now pretty much officially over. Um, And I honestly had no idea where 2023 went. Like, literally, hello. Like, I'm sorry, what? Um, But nonetheless, I am personally just so excited for this year. I have so many big goals that I am ready to take action towards. And the energy this year just feels so much different than it did last year for me. Um, 2023 was equally a year of extreme struggle and challenge for me as it was accomplishment and reward. And the first six months I was sitting front row, okay, I was sitting front row on the struggle bus. (laughs) And the last six months I felt like I was in an alternate reality, like a completely different reality. And I'm just so excited to see what 2024 has in store for all of us. Um, As I am talking, I'm literally only like a minute into speaking. I can already tell that all the jalapeno poppers that I just ate um, are scratching my throat up because they were hot as hell. Holy crap. Will makes the best jalapeno poppers um, and it's New Year's Eve as I'm recording this and we... we made some jalapeno poppers. I'm about to make some buffalo chicken dip after this and we're gonna have some drinks and have some fun. Um... But yeah, I'm feeling it as I'm talking. My throat's a little scratchy. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I was meaning to have this episode ready for Boxing Day last week, but coming closer to Christmas, I just got so busy and really wanted to be present leading up to Christmas as I had lots of plans. Um, So I decided to postpone this episode for this week. And if you are on my newsletter, you would have gotten that update last week when the episode was supposed to be released. Today's episode is all about the 10 principles of experience-dependent neuroplasticity and how you can use these to help you rewire your brain for more self-love. I think I'm going to do this in like a two-parter just because I want to see how you guys like this episode. Um, There are 10 principles, but today we are going to cover five of them. And then if you do like today's episode, then I will go and do a part two to do the remaining five. But before we hop straight into the principles, I'm going to give a quick description of what experience-dependent neuroplasticity is because I feel like it's kind of a big daunting sounding phrase and it's probably confusing to a lot of people. So first and foremost, neuroplasticity is our brain's ability to form and create new connections and neural pathways in our brain. I'm pretty sure I've covered this like basic description before on the podcast. Inside our brain, we have all of these different neural networks and connections, and these connections are what create our perception of life. Okay, it's the way that we respond and react to situations, and it's how we ultimately experience life. 
All of these neural networks were formed in our younger years when our brains are trying to learn the ins and outs of life and how to survive. Now, because of neuroplasticity and our brain's ability to reform and reconnect these neural networks, we can change our experience and perception of life by shifting these neural networks to a new way of responding and reacting. Because ultimately, the, like the way you experience life comes down to the way that you respond and react. So there are two ways that our brain can be rewired, either through an intense emotional experience, aka trauma, or through repetitive actions and thought patterns. Experience-dependent neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain to evolve over your lifetime based on your life experiences. So let's go ahead and break down each principle of experience-dependent neuroplasticity and how you can use each one to rewire your brain for more self-love. Okay, number one is use it or lose it. Our brains act like a muscle. And guess what happens when you don't use a muscle? You lose the muscle, right? It works this way with neural pathways. Whatever pathways are not being used will disappear over time. And this is essentially how you can overcome old beliefs by creating and continually using the new belief neural pathway and by no longer engaging in the thoughts and behaviors associated with the old belief. And by doing so, the old neural pathway is eventually just going to disappear. So what does this mean in terms of our self-love? It means that when you start creating new beliefs about yourself, you need to continuously engage in the thoughts and behaviors associated with that belief or else you will lose the neural pathway. Okay, And alternatively, you should also be more consciously aware of shifting away from the current belief that you hold about yourself in terms of the thoughts and behaviors associated with this current belief so that the neural pathway can weaken and eventually disappear, right? So it's using that like use it and lose it formula um, or principle to weaken and make your current beliefs that you no longer desire to have disappear, but then also to create new ones, which this actually leads me right into principle number two, which is repetition matters. Consistency when shifting to new beliefs and patterns is without a doubt, okay, you guys, without a freaking doubt, going to be your best friend. Imagine having, and I feel like so many people use the um, example of like the gym and working out, but it just makes so much sense in your mind when you use this example. So imagine having the goal of working out in order to get fit or to tone your body and then only going to the gym very sporadically and not staying consistent. You're not going to achieve that goal, at least not as quickly as you would if you stayed consistent, right? So it's going to take a lot longer to see progress if you're not consistent, if you just do it like sporadically. New neural networks and neural pathways are created through repetition, Again, let's use the muscle analogy. If you want to build muscle, you need to consistently work out and repeat the action of building that muscle in order to actually build the muscle, right? So another thing I want to touch on is let's not confuse consistency with perfection. Just like how taking a week off from working out and eating treats during the holidays won't put a dent in your fitness goals, having a week being consumed with like negative thoughts or just feeling poorly about yourself isn't going to put a dent in your self-love goals and journey. What's most important is that 
like what's most important is your resiliency to bounce back and to just stay consistent. It's not about being perfect. So what I want you guys to do is to make a plan for yourself on how you can stay consistent without getting tied up into perfection. Life is literally about nothing but balance, right? Um, so maybe this looks like setting up a system for you to journal when you feel like you're being consumed and overpowered with negative thoughts about yourself as a way for you to dump all of these negative thoughts into your journal to release them and then make a promise to yourself to jump right back into your new thoughts the next day, right? And I and this is what I mean by balance too and like using discernment. Like if something really traumatic happens and you need some time like to sit with it, don't get tied up in this idea that like you need to be perfect and you know if I'm not consistent enough it won't happen like if you need to take a couple days to like grieve something or to sit with something or to just soak in a little bit of negativity like do it okay this is all about like the bottom line is you're just trying to build more mental wellness and increase and optimize your mental well-being and allowing yourself time to grieve or to sit with really big emotions or big life events, whatever it is, is a part of honoring your mental well-being. So um, I just wanted to touch on that because I feel like that's a really important aspect that a lot of people get really tied into with this like, you need to create neural pathways and be positive about yourself in order to build a neural pathway. And it's just this like toxic positivity thing. and. Um, I've touched on it before, but I just, it's not doing well. It's not doing well for your mental well-being. So just use discernment. That's what I'm getting at. Use discernment and um, just be kind to yourself. Whatever feels good for you, just create a system that allows you to lean away from perfectionism while still staying consistent. Okay, principle number three is use it and improve it. This means that consistently using a specific brain function will lead to an enhancement of that function. Now, a big example of this principle is like maybe someone who had a stroke is no longer using their left arm because it's too difficult. But with consistent training, the right training, it will eventually lead to improved function of that left arm. Now, we can tie this principle into our self-love by looking at the goals that we have for ourselves, like... Maybe you want to learn guitar or maybe you want to start reading really big books faster, whatever your goal is. By practicing this goal over and over again to enhance the brain function that it takes to be better at that goal. However you choose to resonate with that, practice makes perfect. I think that's a saying. Um, although I like to lean away from the term perfect. So maybe practice makes progress which that might actually be the saying. Both of those sound right to me. I'm not sure, but you guys you guys get what I mean, okay? Um, just practice. Practice will improve the, the goal is what I'm getting at. Okay, so principle number four is specificity. The nature of the experience dictates the nature of the neuroplasticity. This means that for best results, you should tailor an activity or exercise to produce a result in a specific circuitry. So the way that I always understood this principle is that you need to be specific. <laughs> and I know that might sound obvious, but what I mean by this is let's say your goal is to start loving your body more and you include meditation as a part of your daily practice. 
but the meditations you typically engage in are geared around slowing down your thoughts, okay? Let's try shifting this meditation practice to be more geared around visualizing your ideal outcome. So as an example, you might spend this time in meditation visualizing yourself being in love with your body. This becomes super specific to the neural pathway and the belief that is now going to start forming around this specific goal. You know how like in manifestation, they always say be specific. This is how I personally interpret this principle of neuroplasticity. What if I told you that you didn't have to struggle with your moods on a daily basis? What if I told you that the negative thoughts and feelings that you currently hold about yourself weren't true and that you could feel better about yourself? What if I told you that the career you dream about having or the relationship that you crave so badly could be yours? What if I told you that struggle was only a result of poor communication between you and your brain and that you can learn to make your brain work with you rather than against you so that you can turn struggle into happiness? And what if I told you that your inability to live a life you actually love, to feel confident in your skin, and to boost your mood on a daily basis had to do with a lack of self-love? And now what if I told you that I have the perfect solution for you? a neuroscience-backed toolkit to help you turn hardship into happiness, to help you create habits and routines that will boost your mood, turn negative self-talk into positive self-talk, and create a lifestyle that makes you feel excited to wake up to every single day. Introducing the Self-Love Mastery Course, a self-paced course providing you with the science-backed strategies for falling in love with yourself so you can fall in love with life. Use code UPPERLIMIT to receive 10% off, and you can find the link below in the show notes. Okay, and the principle number five is intensity matters. Formation of neuroplasticity requires sufficient intensity of the experience. So reach reach research. Oh my goodness. Can I literally speak? Research has shown that for therapy, as an example, the more intense the program, the better results the individual will get and the more likely the changes will be maintained over time. I like to look at this principle in terms of self-love in the eyes of routines. You guys know I preach that your habits and routines, especially morning and evening, need to follow the pursuit of feel good neurotransmitters. Otherwise, you will struggle with energy, motivation, mental clarity, mental capacity, and just your overall happiness and self-love. And if you can set up the most efficient routines and systems to continue with the rewiring of your neural pathways, you will inevitably, um, oh my gosh, I literally can't speak you guys, you will inevitably achieve amazing results. So look, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that intensity matters because we're leaning into this like soft life type of era, but you can still live a soft life or a feminine energy based life, whatever you desire to call it, and be intense with the way that you show up for yourself. So I want you to take a look at your current routines and habits and observe and reflect on where you can intensify them to improve the neuroplasticity associated with your goals. And as you can see, (laughs) the reoccurring theme here is consistency. This is the main, main, main thing that I want you to take away from today's episode. The neural pathways formed in your brain are the reason you think and feel about yourself in the way that you do. 
And if you want to change the way that you think and feel about yourself, you need to shift these neural pathways. And the way to do so is through consistency. If you guys enjoyed this episode, let me know below. If you're on Spotify, you will have an option to leave a comment on this episode. Um, And I would love to know if you'd like me to do a part two for the remaining five principles of experience-dependent neuroplasticity. Um, This was really fun for me because I love taking things that I learn in neuroscience and putting my own spin on like how they can relate to self-love. It's like one of my favorite things. So yeah, let me know if you want a part two. Let's make 2024 the year of showing up for ourselves. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to send in your ask slow questions below and I will catch you in next week's episode. 